The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something with your host, Ty Maynard. We're the starting point for sales professionals and business owners who want to gain more clients, score higher margins, and not be left behind in sales and business. Now, here's Ty Maynard. Good evening, good evening, and welcome, or welcome back to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something with Ty Maynard. I'm your host, Ty Maynard, and thank you for tuning in today. We're going to continue today on our journey to be the best we can be in sales, business, and life. On the last show, we discussed seven P's necessary to be successful in your professional and your personal life. The P's we discuss will help you improve profitability, prosperity, and unlock your potential. And this show is going to cover the causes and the cure for procrastination and poor time management. Now, this show is live, and you're welcome to call in. Our phone number is 866-472-5790. I'd like for you to call in with your comments or your questions. I really, really want to hear from you. Let me know that you're out there listening, and I'm not just talking in the space. Share with us your experiences regarding procrastination and time management, any tips or techniques that's helped you to uh, excel on this particular topic. What do you think are some of the causes and cures for procrastination? Now, last week I received emails from listeners who wanted to call in but did not know that this was a live show. So this show is live. Again, our phone number is 866-472-5790. Now, as I mentioned in the show last week, everyone is in sales. Another word for selling can be called influencing, and we are influencing decisions every day of the people we come in contact with. The attorney is influencing the judge and the jury. The doctor is influencing the patient on a course of action. The CEO is influencing the board of directors, the stockholders, and even the employees. The parent is influencing the child, hopefully. In many cases, the child is influencing the parent. The leader is influencing his followers. The bottom line is this. Every day you are influencing or you are being influenced. You're selling or you're being sold. You're convincing the prospect that your product or service will meet their needs the best or they're convincing you that they don't need you or your product. The purpose of this radio show is to help you be more influential to the benefit and never the detriment of your customers, clients or prospects. And as a result of being more effective in helping them reach their goals and objectives, they will help you reach your goals and objectives of increased revenue, profits, or commissions. Now, every week we're going to discuss 
various skill sets, strategies, ideas to help you grow your business to the next level. But the first few shows of this year, we're going to focus specifically on your mind, your thoughts, and your actions. I've heard it said that your attitude will determine your altitude, and I respectfully disagree with that statement. It's my personal belief that your attitude plus your actions will determine your altitude. And we're going to do some self-examination and house cleaning to prepare ourselves for the best possible year in 2013. My expectation is I, Ty Manor, your host, and you, my listening audience, we're going to have the best year ever, and we will celebrate together in December. With that said, let's get started with today's show, appropriately titled, Just Do It. Now, you see, Nike got it right when they said, just do it. The only problem was they didn't tell us when to do it. Therefore, I prefer just do it now. One of the greatest struggles for most people is time management. And another problem for the average person is procrastination. And I know we all remember Superman and basically procrastination is to the sales professional or the business professional what kryptonite was to Superman. Remember in the comic books and movies how invincible Superman was until he was exposed to that mineral? Kryptonite. Once exposed to kryptonite, he became ineffective and as weak as any other human. But as long as he stayed away from kryptonite, he was unstoppable. And I found that with most business professionals, most salespeople, it's the exact same thing with procrastination. Unrivaled success, wealth, promotions that you desire, the increase in income you deserve, and or peace of mind would be theirs. It would be yours if you just stay away from your kryptonite, procrastination. And what I found is tomorrow is the busiest day of the week for most people, based upon what everyone plans on doing when tomorrow comes. So now we're only 10 days into this New Year's, and it's always a period of great excitement and anticipation. We make a lot of new commitments and goals and objectives that we want to accomplish, and we just start fired up. And in most cases, unfortunately, one year later, we are in the same spot we were in a year earlier. And it's kind of like a football game. You know, everyone's excited the first quarter, right? Then all of a sudden they get hit and they realize they are in a game. Then all of a sudden by the second quarter they're starting to wear down. And then by the third quarter they're wondering why in the world did they ever start playing football. In the fourth quarter they just, when will this be over? But the key is we're going to have to stay the course the entire time. We're going to have to get our house in order. We're going to have to make some changes. And I want to share a story with you regarding tomorrow and that thing about procrastinating. This was an interesting story that I read one time in the Bible. It's in the Old Testament and it's in Exodus. And, and, and work with me for a minute because I probably I'm going to paraphrase just to bring the story up to date a little bit. But in this particular story, there was 
Moses, who went to meet Pharaoh, pretty much the king of Egypt. And Moses, in his meeting, he said to Pharaoh, Pharaoh, it's been over 400 years now, and I want you to let my people go. And Pharaoh said, Moses, that's one of the fun, funniest jokes I've heard in a while. You see, I have all these pyramids I'm trying to build. I have all these ideas, and I need manpower to build these pyramids, Moses. So you can forget that and keep it moving. And then Moses said, but Pharaoh, let me keep it real with you. Let me tell you something. See, if you don't let my people go, I'm going to bring some plagues on you. And then Pharaoh said, really, what kind of plagues? And he said, Pharaoh, if you don't let my people go, I'm going to make you and all of Egypt watch 200 episodes back to back of keeping up with the Kardashians. <laughs> Not joking. That probably would have worked. But unfortunately, they didn't have them back then. But what he said was, I'm going to bring all types of plagues on you. And then Pharaoh said, well, hey, Moses, if you feel froggy, jump. I'm paraphrasing. And in reality, that's one of the things that Moses did. Moses brought frogs into the land of Egypt. There were frogs everywhere. There were frogs in the chariot. There was frogs in the jacuzzi. There was frogs in their bed, frogs in the bathroom, frogs in the microwave, frogs in the sink. Everywhere they went was frogs. Can you imagine all of the noise? Can you imagine the smell? Can you imagine how bad that was? I know for a fact, if I'm traveling, I travel 100,000, 150,000 miles a year. If I'm traveling and a frog gets in my home, by the time I get back, my wife may be out of the home and the house may be up for sale. So at any rate, Pharaoh had all of these frogs. There. So finally, he, he had to give in. He called Moses back and he said, Moses, all right, listen, help me out. Please get rid of these frogs. And Moses said, OK, Pharaoh, when would you like for me to get rid of the frogs? And Pharaoh said, Tomorrow. Can you believe that? Here was something he hated. Here was something that was causing him all types of tribulation in his life. He couldn't get rest. There was no peace. But as much as he hated these frogs, isn't it interesting? He had to sleep with these frogs one more night. And many people are saying, that's dumb. I don't even get that. That doesn't even make sense. That can't be true. It is true. And what I found is, Many of us are doing the exact same things because we have frogs in our lives. We have things that we hate. We have things that we know we need to get rid of and stop doing. We know that they're causing us to not be as successful as we could potentially be. But we keep saying, tomorrow, I'll get rid of this. Tomorrow, I'll change that habit. Tomorrow. And as I said earlier, tomorrow is one of the busiest days of the year based on what we plan on accomplishing. So I want to know from you, what are some of the frogs that you have that you need to get out of your home that's hindering your success? I want to know from you, 
what are some of the frogs that you've already eliminated because you realize I have to do better this year. There are some things that I brought into the new year that I'm going to have to stop right now. Now, there are all types of frogs. There are all types of habits that may be obvious to you and they're definitely obvious to everyone else around you. Being late, having low attention to detail, not being organized, not handling paperwork well, or how about the situation where we handle paperwork, the same paperwork, two to three times, shuffling it around on our desk, postponing calling a big prospect because we are fearful. How about postponing calling a disgruntled customer because we are fearful, not realizing that it's going to have a negative outcome if we keep putting it off tomorrow. And it's interesting to me how many times there may be a situation with a customer or a prospect and we tell them, you know, that's a great question. I don't have the answer, but I will get back to you uh, first thing in the morning. And then in the morning comes, we don't have the answer. And instead of calling them like we committed to, we say, well, you know what? I'll just wait to close to lunch to see if the answer comes. It'll still be morning, you know. So now it's noon. And we did not call, and we should call because we said we would call in the morning. But then we say, well, you know, I read this article in Reader's Digest that stress can inhibit your digestive process. So what I'll do is I'll take a break for lunch. The answer will probably be here when I get back. I'll call when I get back from lunch. Then you get back from lunch, no answer. You still didn't call. So you say, okay, well, you know what? It's still morning somewhere in the world. So I'll just wait until, let's say, 4.30. And if I don't have an answer by 4.30, then I'll call the customer. Then it's 4.30. And then you say to yourself, I don't want to end the day on a bad note. So I'll just call them tomorrow. And you procrastinate. You put it off. And what could have been a very small situation has now become magnified because you didn't do what you said you would do. Procrastination. So what we're going to do now, we're going to take a break. And I would appreciate you calling in and sharing with us your experiences regarding procrastination and time management. Any tips, techniques that have helped you on this topic? I also like for you to tell us what you think of some of the causes and cures for procrastination. All right. So call us. The telephone number is 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. This is Ty Maynard, and you are listening to Forget Patients. Let's Manor on the Voice America Business Channel. Stay tuned. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. 
Are you feeling slammed and suckered in today's stock market? If so, then you need to tune in to Profitable Investing with Jordan Kimmel. Every Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, Jordan Kimmel will train you in what you can do to beat up the big boys on Wall Street, as well as share his secrets to success so that you can buy and sell like a profit-pumping pro. Grab the bull market by the horns and listen to Profitable Investing with Jordan Kimmel. Every Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the bottom line in business talk, Voice America Business. Everybody needs expert advice when they look to develop their personal brand. Join Rochelle McCrary for The Leader and the Muse. Rochelle and her guests will bring you practical tips and tools to help you build your brand in ways that propel you into greater personal and business success. For strategies, stories, and much more, tune in to the Voice America Business Channel every Friday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time for The Leader and the Muse. And get ready to take your brand to the next level. Hi, I'm Rebecca Costa, host of the Costa Report, every Tuesday at 6 a.m. and again at 6 p.m. This week, my guest is the former Secretary of the Treasury under President Bush, Mr. Paul O'Neill. Mr. O'Neill will be here to talk about why reinvesting Clinton's surplus in Social Security was a good idea, how the current global recession was predictable, and what is needed to secure America's financial future. Don't miss Paul O'Neill this Tuesday at 6 a.m. and again at 6 p.m. on the Voice America Business Channel. The business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. If you want to reach Ty Maynard or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or you can send an email to Ty at TyMaynerGroup.com. That's T-Y-E at T-Y-E-M-A-N-E-R Group.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Welcome back. You're listening to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something with Ty Maynard. I'm your host, Ty Maynard, and our phone number for the show is 866-472-5790. You're welcome to call in with comments or questions. Before the break, we were discussing, discussing procrastination, and we were talking how putting things off can make something that's really small really big. And I'm going through a situation like that with uh, where I'm the customer and there's someone doing some work for me and they are not responsive and they need to get back to me to keep me informed of what's going on and it's frustrating for me uh, and when this job is done, I'm going to vote with my dollar and I'm going to find another service provider. So let's continue to talk about the causes of procrastination. Another reason I found that we have a tendency to procrastinate and we're doing things that aren't really worthwhile, productive, is because we don't even know what our time is worth. And if you don't know what your time is worth, you're going to do things that really don't matter. You're going to be comfortable wasting time. And I'll give you an example because there was a time, oh, wow, it's probably been 15 years now or longer but that was a Saturday morning. I was talking to my financial advisor, and after we finished our business, he says, so, Ty, what are you about to do now? And I said, well, I'm getting ready to go out and cut the lawn, and he got quiet for a second, 
And he asked me, he said, Ty, do you enjoy cutting the lawn? I said, I hate it with a passion. And he said, how long does it take you? I said, well, I got a lot of uh, land and the shrubs around it and the concrete to cut, to trim the shrubs, to edge around. I said, we're talking about three to four hours per week. I live in Florida, so you're cutting the grass pretty much every week. And he said to me, Ty, do you know how much your time is worth? I said, of course I do. And he asked me. And when I told him what my time was worth, we did the math. And based on what my time was worth, it was costing me several thousand dollars per month for me to cut my lawn, to do something that I was probably not the best at, to do something that brought me no pleasure. But I was being penny wise, but pound foolish. And I found a a gentleman that would cut my lawn and he did a great job, had better equipment, uh, had workers to help him. And he charged me one hundred and fifty dollars per month. Now, it was costing me thousands of dollars worth of my time (laughs) to do this. So I gave up cutting my lawn. I stopped doing my pool because when I did my own pool, there were sometimes I got it right. I would test the water and take it to the local pool store and they would say, okay, you need this chemical. You need that chemical. You also need this. Then I would get the chemicals and come back home and realize I forgot one of the chemicals and I have to go back. Then I have to clean the filter. And as a result of me cleaning my pool, sometimes my pool was really crystal clear. There were other times the pool had a green tinge to it. And candidly, there were some times the pool was black. I gave that up also. And I paid someone 85, 90 bucks a month. And I also found someone to clean the house, which uh, gave me and my family peace of mind. Uh, Then I found someone to do the fertilizing for the yard because I had one part of the yard that was nice and beautiful, green color and the other one was brown and another color was black and what I did was I gave up the stuff that was not productive as a matter of fact today I don't wash my vehicles I have a service with the local car wash where it's, it's unlimited car washes you pay 20 bucks up to 40 bucks per month and you take your car in there as, as often as you like it takes them 10 minutes to do my car Instead of me taking an hour and a half to do it. So basically, my expenses went up maybe $500, $800 per month. I can't even remember. But what I also found out when I replaced those things with things that were productive, on Saturday mornings, I started writing my first book, Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. I would go out and look at Real real estate, because I invest in real estate and find opportunities. I started giving back to my community, which is priceless. I started spending quality time with my family, another thing that was priceless. So I gained five, I would say about five, eight-hour workdays a month because I gave these things up. And I replaced them with things that were more productive and more beneficial. I found my income went up several thousand dollars per month while my expenses went up six, seven, eight hundred dollars per month. So what are you doing 
with your time. And that's the problem. In one of my classes, Time Manners Fast Track Sales Camp, we have an exercise where I help have people identify what their time is worth. Because most people are penny wise and they're pound foolish. They're wasting their time thinking they're being efficient and it's really costing them more money. It's costing them face time in front of a customer or a prospect. And I'll give an example. That was a situation where I developed a new product called Don't Take It on the Chin, Negotiate a Win-Win. It's a negotiating strategies and tactics audio CD package. And my graphic designer said, okay, we have the proof ready for the packaging and we need your sign-off on it before we can start production. Now, my graphic designer and photographer, uh, the office is in St. Petersburg, Florida, which is about 45 to 50 minutes from me. So that's 45 to 50 minutes one way with good traffic, not to mention the 20 minutes I'm going to invest with them talking and then the 50 minutes back. It was two hours. Ultimately, it would take for me to go and approve the document. Understanding what my time was worth, it made more sense for me to pay a courier $40 to go pick it up, bring it to me, for me to approve it, And in the meantime, I was conducting business. So we have to be mindful of what our time is worth. And I really want you to understand what your time is worth. And and what I've identified was when we did the exercise in my workshop, people in the class uncovered that they were losing anywhere from $30,000 per year all the way up to hundred and eighty seven thousand dollars per year because they were not being efficient with their time. So how much do you think you're potentially losing? And when I ask the question, suppose for a moment and it's a brand new year. So now is the perfect time to start managing our time and to eliminate procrastination to get those proverbial frogs out of our home. Now, suppose for a moment, because you were more effective and more efficient this year with your time, you had an increase at the end of the year. Your boss came up to you and said, hey, Jonathan, we want to commend you. I don't know what happened, but you have been far more efficient and effective. And as a result, the company has been more profitable and we want to give you a special bonus and the bonus is whatever but for some of you it's 40,000 for some of you it's 80,000 for some of you it's a hundred thousand congratulations Jonathan your boss said to you my question to my class is normally what would you do with that extra money and it's amazing if the the student my students are younger individuals I would say 80% say, I'm going to pay off my student loans. If they have children or grown children or children in college, they say, oh, they'll say, I need a college fund. But the bottom line is there's something you can do with that time, and we're wasting it, and it's costing you. It's costing you. Another thing that we identified Regarding procrastination, some people just don't have a sense of urgency. It's a brand new year. 
and some of us we are we've exhaled. You've you've saw that movie, you've heard that movie, Waiting to Exhale. Well, we have exhaled. Okay, it's only the second week of the year. You know, I know I have a huge quota, but I'm just gonna unwind. I'm gonna download for a minute and just catch my breath. And we do that for the first quarter, or we do it for the first half of the year. Then all of a sudden, now we have that sense of urgency. And we're concerned. We, we, it's halfway through the year, but we haven't covered half of our quota. But we really aren't worried yet because we still know we have the fourth quarter to pull it out, right? It's amazing because I had a gentleman that used to work with me that was like that. And I'll change his name. I'll call him Mark. The first week of the month, Mark was just always even keel, easy going, just having a great time, full of jokes. Mark was always the last one to leave the office to go into the field. Mark was always the first one back into the office from the field. Mark would get into his territory around 10 o'clock, 1030, make one call, and then it's time for lunch. But after lunch, then he would go to the the closest video arcade game and play uh, a couple of games. And then he'd make one more call, and then it's time to go back to the office. Now, because Mark didn't do the work, now he has to take an extra hour or two to fabricate his call reports for the calls he didn't make. And it's so interesting to me that many of us will work harder to get out of work than actually doing the work. And then the last the last part of the year, the, excuse me, the last part of the month, the last week of the month, all of a sudden, Mark would walk into the office with that deer in the headlight look. And most of you know what I'm talking about when it's the end of the quarter, end of the month, and you haven't hit your numbers. And all he, he had panic on his face. And all I would hear from him was, all I know is I got to hit my numbers in order to make a commission check. Now, imagine for a moment. If Mark had that type of intensity the first day of the month, if every day he gave it his best and managed his time appropriately, I think the outcome would be phenomenal. It would be phenomenal. And ultimately, Mark left the company looking for a new opportunity somewhere else. But guess what? If he had just worked hard where he was, that particular job and that particular company had all that Mark could have ever dreamed of. If he had just did it right then. So the title of the show today is Just Do It Now. I know I'm not talking to dead air. I know I'm not. I know there are people out there who has thought. I know I probably have some students out there. So listen, I want you to give us a call and share with us your experiences regarding procrastination and time management, any tips, techniques that's helped you on this particular topic. Also, what do you think of some of the causes and cures for procrastination? All right, it's time for us to take a break. This is Ty Maynard, and you are listening to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something with Ty Maynard on the Voice America Business Channel. Stay tuned.
When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. How can we Americans realize our dreams to earn a living? How can you pursue your dream and make money as an owner or an employee? Learn how at The American Business Person, the online weekly radio talk show hosted by Rich Killian. Today's business leaders share how to succeed and what fails. If you own a new or established business or ever hope to, you must tune in. Join us every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Central, and noon Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. Or listen on demand to our archived shows. How do you feel about the future? Tune in each week for Visionary Leader Extraordinary Life with host Kate Ebner. You can be a great leader by learning from the inspiring stories of amazing visionaries who are shaping our future. Everyone deserves to create their own vision, and Kate and her guests will share the tools that you need to make it happen. Make a weekly visit to the Voice America Business Channel for Visionary Leader Extraordinary Life every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. Be inspired. Become inspiring. Are you a business innovator, or are you just sitting on the sidelines? Tune in every week for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP. Host Bonnie D. Graham talks to a cross-section of the movers and shakers who are leading by example. They will share best practices and innovative ideas to keep you thinking and moving along with the best. Join us for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP, Wednesday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. If you want to reach Ty Maynard or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or you can send an email to Ty at TyMaynerGroup.com. That's T-Y-E at T-Y-E-M-A-N-E-R Group.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Welcome back. You're listening to Forget Patience. Let's sell something with Ty Maynard. I'm your host, Ty Maynard, and our phone number for the show is 866-472-5790. Again, that's 866-472-5790. And we were talking about a gentleman that I worked with at one time who was always putting things off. And as a matter of fact, he left the company. And, you know, the problem wasn't the company. The problem wasn't the territory. The problem was him. So wherever he went, he was taking the problem with him. He was taking himself. And we look for change every place else but within ourselves. And that's where the change has to happen first. So we've been talking about reasons for uh, procrastination. One of the things is just we're just plain lazy. It's human nature to try to take the path of least resistance. But there are things that you have to accomplish. Uh, those of you who are, are young uh, adults who are in the sales process or in the, in the profession of sales, I, I've heard from so many of you that you have college loans to pay for. You don't have time to play with this. And then there are other people in my classes, my workshops, who have children who say, I, you know, college is coming up and I need to, to figure out a way to pay for college. 
And that's one of the things that spurred me on. When I was still living in Savannah, Georgia, I, I ran into one of my relatives and he was doing some janitorial work at the mall. And I said, well, what's going on? And it turned out he had four jobs, it was, you know, to just to put his, his, his child through school. And when I saw that, I said, you know what? God bless him for doing that. But I don't want to have to do that. That gave me a sense of urgency very early to do what was necessary. So when it was time for my children to go to college, I wasn't having to work two jobs, three jobs. I wasn't having to worry about it because the college was paid for for both of my kids probably by the time they were 12, 13. No, it was it was done. So we don't have time to play around. And then the other thing I hear a lot about is, well, I'm afraid. Well, what are you afraid of? Afraid of everything. <laughs> okay. Well, what I've, I've, I've heard is 97% of the things that we are afraid of never happen. This all in our head. And the other 3% that could or does happen, worrying about it wasn't going to change the outcome. One of the things I always talk about is I say, and I said this the last show, we have to get higher up in the organizations. We have to be willing to pursue people that appear to be unapproachable. And I hear, well, I, I'm just afraid to call on a CEO of a company or, or a, a person who has high status. And I have to tell you, that fear is in your head because top executives – People who are high-profile individuals, the majority of them are some of the nicest people you ever want to meet. I have never met an executive that looked like Freddy Krueger, that looked like Jason from Friday the 13th, that looked like Michael Myers from Halloween, or that little doll, Chucky. Oh, wait a second. We did have a head coach here in Tampa. That looked like Chucky. Uh, <laughs> but at any rate, for the most part, I have never seen an executive of, or anyone of decision making uh, in a posi- decision making position look like any of those individuals. They're some of the nicest people. And if you think about it, because they're leading an organization, they have to have exceptional people skills. I find in many cases it's the individuals at the bottom of an organization that sometimes can be some of the biggest jerks you ever want to run into. All right? So we have to manage fear. We can't be afraid of stepping out. I'll never forget in, in uh, 2011 when we had 9-11. I was in Seattle when, when 9-11 occurred, and I was not able to leave Seattle until Friday when planes started flying again. And fortunately, I was there for that period. When I came home, my, my son said, Dad, we don't want you traveling uh, on planes again anymore because they are running these planes in the buildings. And I said, son, this is my calling, and I have to do what I'm purposed to do. And I really don't think I'm leaving until it's my time, and I won't have any control over that. So I have to continue to do this. Uh, the next Monday, the the Monday after 9-11, I had to fly to D.C., and the plane was empty because everyone was fearful 
of getting on a plane. And while I was sitting at the Tampa airport to take my flight, one of my clients called me and I was supposed to be going to Atlanta after D.C. to conduct another workshop. And she said, uh, Ty, uh, we're going to have to cancel the workshop uh, a few days away. And I said, okay, I understand. And she said, okay, good, thank you. I said, I'm going to have to bill you for it. She's like, really? I said, yes, ma'am. And she said, well, why? I said, it would have been different if it was last week when you canceled because no one could travel. I said, but it's this week. You can travel. Your people can travel. So you're making a choice. And I said, if we allow anyone to paralyze us with fear, they win. So, yes, ma'am, I am going to charge you for this workshop. And she said, well, shoot, if you're charging me, we having this thing. <laughs> and I have to tell you, uh, out of the 30 people that were supposed to be there, 28 showed up. And she said to me, I am so glad we went ahead and did this. So we have to manage fear. And if anything, we need to use fear as a catalyst. Now, contrary to popular belief, fear was instilled in us to create action. Fear was never instilled in us to create paralysis. But most of us allowing it to paralyze us. So we should not have a spirit of fear. It's okay to have an instinct of fear. An instinct of fear, basically, you're talking about going down a dark alley. That instinct says, I don't think I ought to do this. Or if someone's following you, your instinct may tell you to go into this well-lit environment. That's an instinct. But a, a, a spirit of fear paralyzes you, and that's what we have to make sure we avoid. So we've been talking about causes for procrastination. Let's talk about some cures for procrastination and improving your time management. And one of the things I like to recommend is that we get in the habit of doing the painful activities that we have to do daily, that we do those first, that we get them out the way. So let's talk about painful versus painless. The majority of successful people that I've met have learned to do the painful activities first. The painful things are things you may not necessarily enjoy doing, yet they generate revenue. They give you the opportunity to gain income. The key to success is doing the painful task on a regular basis. Painful things are, excuse me, painless things are the tasks that you may not mind performing. However, they do very little to generate revenue. And this is what I found. If I do a little bit of painful consistently every day, that generates a ton of revenue. I've also found if I do a lot of painless every day, the stuff I enjoy doing, that generates very little revenue. 
some painful things may be telephoning prospects for appointments and I have run into very few sales professionals, business professionals who want to use the telephone. They asked me, Ty, is there some other way? Come on, really. You're a bright person, Ty. What else can I do? The telephone is still a very effective tool. Or calling on accounts with uh, out of prior contact or relationship, actually calling on someone new you don't know. That's scary to many people. Calling on difficult accounts. What I found is if we can hang in there with a difficult account, you can develop tremendous loyalty by meeting their needs and finding out what's important to them and show them how you can help them get it. And the one we don't want to call on is the one, what I call uh, the, the problem accounts. And these are the accounts, uh, I call them the island of misfit customers. They always have a problem. They always uh, have something negative to say. They just stress you out. Well, what we're going to do when we come back, I'm going to talk to you about how to handle those types of customers so you don't have to worry about it. You don't have to put it off. You deal with it. And I'm going to talk to you about how to make them actually your best customer. So it's time for us to take a short break. This is Ty Maynard, and you are listening to Forget Patients, Let's Sell Something with Ty Maynard on the Voice America Business Channel. Stay tuned. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. We all face some economic uncertainty in our life. What makes the difference is how we take command of that and survive. Tune in to Strategies for Financial Survival with host Michael Figueroa. Michael has been up and down the road to success several times, and along with his guests, will share the skills of survival. By assessing your strengths and skills and applying them to your future, you can make it through tough times, regardless of your field. Listen every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Really going on in Washington. Listen as two of Washington's most experienced insiders, Howard Marlowe and Michael Willis, divulge the strategies of the key players affecting legislation and policy matters every week on The Inner Loop. Unlike most talk shows, which feature hosts that have little to no experience working with the federal government, The Inner Loop is hosted by two professionals who actively work to influence federal policy on a daily basis. The Inner Loop is heard live every Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Business. Are you looking for innovative ideas on how to achieve your financial dreams? Tune in to Empirical Investing Radio every Thursday afternoon at 2 Pacific, 5 Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. Join certified financial planners Ken Smith and Ethan Broga to learn how you can obtain financial success. You'll be entertained while you discover techniques to alleviate your financial concerns. Empirical Investing Radio every Thursday at 2 Pacific, 5 Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You're 
listening to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. If you want to reach Ty Maynard or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or you can send an email to Ty at tymaynardgroup.com. That's T-Y-E at T-Y-E-M-A-N-E-R group.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Welcome back. You're listening to Forget Patience. Let's sell something with Ty Maynard. I'm your host, Ty Maynard, and we have a caller, and it's Joyce from Florida. Joyce, are you there? Hi, I'm here. How are you? I'm great. Excellent, excellent. What can we do for you? Well, I've been listening to your um, call, and it, it's great. Great information. Um, talking about the causes for procrastination, and you're so right. People are just lazy. Um, you know, they're not business-minded. They, they're they stuck in the consumer mode, most of them, uh, you know, because they're, they're not getting in business mind uh, of uh, running their business. And um, I think they just want, uh, they're afraid to, but they also uh, look for instant gratification. And, you know, you've got to be willing to put in some work. You're not going to get everything handed to you instantly all the time. Absolutely, absolutely, Joy. So, what do you what do you contribute to your success? The success that you've had to this point to determination, being determined, and to looking at the big uh, picture, seeing the vision that um, our CEO uh, and founder of the company has for us and uh, portrays to us and you know, gives back to us and just remaining productive-minded um, about everything and not just uh, sitting around, like you say, waiting for someone to come knock on your door. you got to make those phone calls, pound the pavement, and uh, get out there and make it happen. Excellent point, excellent point. You, uh, you and I are, I guess they say, great minds think alike, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so my question for you, you Joyce, is, Every now and then we all get scared sometimes. I mean, we get stuck in a rut. We may have had two or three situations go south for us, and we're like, okay, what am I doing here? What are some of the things you do when you feel like you're stuck or, you, or you're about to procrastinate? How do you deal with that? Well, um, I, I pray, first of all. And then, you know, I just kind of go back over some of the notes that I take at different uh, seminars and look through them and then kind of reassess things. What am I doing um, uh, that might be uh, causing me to get into this mode? And uh, then I determine it's not always me sometimes. It's the customer, too. So uh, you just need to go to a different level and find new customers. You Come on. don't get stuck. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. That was excellent, and I'm glad they heard it from someone other than me. Joyce, I tell you what, I really appreciate you calling and sharing your wisdom and insight with us, and you're the first caller, and what I want to do is I want to have you send me an email where it says send the host an email, and I'm going to get you a copy of my book, Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. Okay, I'll do that. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you. All right, have a good evening. You too. All right. That was Joyce from Florida. She has some exceptional insight, and I agree with her wholeheartedly. Uh, she mentioned also talking about sometimes customers cause the issues. 
And but in many cases, we allow the customers to do certain things to us. And I've I've heard uh, sales professionals say, well, you know what? I'll do whatever it takes to get the business. And once I get the business, once I get them as a customer, then I'll change things around. Hey, you're fooling yourself because please understand how you start a relationship is how that relationship is going to be. All right. You can't let someone beat you up going into the relationship and then think they're going to treat you nice on the other side. If they started beating you up coming into it, they're going to beat you up on the other side. On In personal life, it's the same. Uh, ladies, if, the, if this young man cannot keep a job when you're dating him, don't think he's going to keep one when you marry him. You're thinking, okay, well, he's, he can't keep a job now, but once we're married, oh, I bet he'll keep a job. No, he won't. He's going to be broke, and you're going to be busted and disgusted. Okay, guys, don't think, well, she doesn't cook now, but I guess when we get married, I, we can work on that. She'll cook. When, no, if she doesn't cook now, you'll be eating at Ruby Tuesday every day of the week once you get married. And it's the same with customers. We teach people how to treat us. All right. So let's talk about how you can elevate your customer. Those customers that have been mistreating you, who you, there's, there's very little margin, there's a whole lot of headache, a whole lot of stress, and very little return. The first thing I would recommend is that you go find some more customers. Okay. Get out there and make something happen. Don't wait for the next customer to walk through the door. Okay. Now, once you have brought in some new customers, now you go back to that customer that's been extremely difficult or challenging, and you want to elevate them to become a good customer, or you want to get them to fire themselves. Well, how do you do that, Ty? Well, what you do is you now start giving them reasonable timelines. You know how you used to call you and say, hey, I want you to turn this around in, in 30 seconds, and you said, yes, sir. Thank you. May I have another? Now you start giving them reasonable timelines. You remember how you gave them everything for free? Guess what? There is nothing free. There's a cost associated to everything. There's no such thing as free design, free delivery. It costs gas to deliver it. You had manpower to design it. So you start getting them to pay for the things that you used to give away. You give them reasonable time frames to turn things around for them. All right. You now charge what's appropriate and fair to make a reasonable profit. And if they will accept those things, you now have a very good customer. If they don't accept those things, They'll go someplace else. And I have to tell you, in many cases, that may not be a bad thing. Because when they go someplace else trying to accomplish that with the next vendor, they'll realize how good you really were. And I can't tell you how many times I've had to let customers go. And then they went someplace else and then they really saw the value then and they came back. And at that point, they respected me. Because I have a lot of sales professionals when they come to my fast track sales camp, they're saying, Ty, I want my customers to like me. And respectfully, I tell them, well, 
I'm not as concerned about your customer liking you. I want your customer to respect you. They will do more business with you if they respect you than if they like you. Because if they like you, they don't mind telling you they went with someone else. (laughs) But if they respect you, we have a tendency to do business with the people we respect. And if we, we if we respect people, we also have a tendency to like them. So don't focus as much about being liked as you do being respected. Focus on creating a customer and then you'll find that a, a friendship will ultimately develop. Too many people are trying to create a friend thinking that will lead to getting a customer and that's backwards. That is backwards. Okay, well, we've come into the end of the show, and I'm having a ball. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, I, I look forward to you being with us next week. We're going to have a, a guest next week. Take a look at the website. Uh, we're going to have a, a gentleman named Delatoro McNeil, and we're going to be talking about why traditional goal setting does not work and what you can do to be more effective and hit your goals for this upcoming year. All right? Now, thank you very much for listening in. You have been mainerized. And I know it wasn't painful, like some other things, procedures that you go through, but you're being mainerized. And it's going to help you. It's going to help you now. It's going to help you in the long run. All right? So, thanks again for listening in. Make sure you join us next week, Thursday, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. You are listening to Ty Maynard. Forget patience. Let's sell something. And until I speak with you next week, forget patience. Go sell something. Have a good evening. Thanks again for tuning in to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. Ty Maynard will be back next Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We look forward to you joining us then. In the meantime, forget patience, let's sell something.